Welcome back to the Onside Podcast. My name is John, aka Cracked Your Grommet. No cracks, Grommet. We've forgotten the crack. We've forgotten the crack, Grommet. <laughs> oh, that was terrible, actually. I have no idea how I passed as British for an entire year. Well, I guess back then. Uh, I was a bit more seasoned, but uh, yeah, I apologize to every single UK listener out there. It kind of reminds me of like the, what was it? It, it was like last year, I'm pretty sure it was like a TikTok trend or something. I don't know, I don't know what spawned this, uh, but like everyone was speaking like crappy British accents, thought it was cute. <laughs> it was so, so annoying. It's like all you heard of Duncan, bro. He was like, oh, it's crazy and it's crazy, and <laughs> it was. What was the line that you always say? I think whatever that line was, like that was the actual TikTok. What was it? They're like, uh, oh yeah, like it's mental illness, and it. <laughs> God, it was so bad. It was so annoying. I heard that line so many times, bro. So many times. And it's like, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh man either way it is october 30th also saturday it is spooky day eve hope you're having an absolutely amazing day as always like i referenced last week uh wanted to hop in the movies earlier less of an intro so that way we can watch more of the movie have more moving commentary without actually making the episode uh significantly longer Right, so that's what we're doing today. We're, we're hopping right into it. I ain't telling you about my day. My day was fine. <laughs> I got nothing else to tell you about. Well, actually, I do. But we'll save it for Monday. Because I think I got a pretty good episode coming tomorrow. I think. I think. Right, no commitments here. But I think I got a pretty good episode coming tomorrow. I have to work today, though. That's, that's the only problem. <laughs> I have to work for eight hours. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, 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 hopefully can make it work. The movie we're watching today, though, because it's Halloween, uh, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween Eve. Uh, so we're still doing spooky season movies. And uh, we are watching The Corpse Bride, Tim Burton's Corpse Bride. Uh, referenced it, well, not this movie particularly, but uh, Tim Burton in animated movies on Monday. Is it this Monday or last Monday? One of the two Mondays when I talked about animated movies. Um, and Tim Burton uh, was uh, someone that I referenced a lot because he has a lot of uh, good, pretty good spooky movies. Um, and so, yeah. We're watching that. And I'll give you the quick synopsis. Although I feel like everyone has seen this movie except for me. Because this movie is literally 16 years old. It came out in 2005. <laughs> came out in 2005. Uh, so yeah, this movie can legally uh, drive a car in like most countries. It's a pretty old movie. Um, but yeah, just in case you were in the same boat as I am. We'll read the, uh, the synopsis. Also... Let's see here. 84% Rotten Tomatoes, 88% user review. That's pretty good. Here we go. Victor and Victoria's... 
hand already. <laughs> they have the same name, but one is female, one is male. Okay. Victor and Victoria's families have arranged their marriage. Though they like each other, Victor is nervous about the ceremony. While he's in the forest practicing his lunch for the wedding, a tree branch becomes a hand that drags him to the land of the dead. It belongs to Emily, who was murdered after eloping with her love and wants to marry Victor. Victor must get back above ground before Victoria marries the villainous Barkis Bittern. That's a pretty sharp cutoff for the synopsis, but okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where he came in from. It was never referenced, but yeah, that's what we're watching. And we are going to actually have to open it up because <laughs> it didn't load. Ah, it's been a long day, guys. It's been a long day. Oh, no, no, it loaded. And we have ads. HBO Max. I thought y'all didn't have ads, bro. Why am I paying so much money to give me ads? Okay, that's better. We're getting into it. Well, just as we're going through like the uh, the intro sequence with all like the names and stuff like that, just reiterating what I said in that animated in the animation episode. It's like this stuff is just so, so, so impressive, right? I mean, for one. I already mentioned this movie is 16 years old right as I'm watching it you really couldn't tell at least so far I mean I, I literally just I'm a couple seconds in I'm talking about animation wise right because oh that's so cool and <laughs> they're all in sync <laughs> but yeah it's like animation wise this holds up really well because you can't necessarily put a time frame on handmade animation like that i mean yeah you could say it's a little bit maybe not perhaps not the the smoothest but it's like it looks really good uh the characters look really good i freaking love tim burton top hats like <laughs> he makes the craziest looking top hats and i love it uh the characters like their movements look smooth i mean their legs look a little rough but their movements look really smooth uh, all those things, and like, yeah, this movie is 16 years old, 2005, CGI wasn't great then, and that's because this, is, this movie isn't relying on CGI, right, it's relying on the simple ability for the artist, uh, to create with clay, and that's so cool, and it looks so awesome, always impressed, they the wives, or their brides, mom, her hair looks like a freaking ball sack. Like, <laughs> her hair straight up looks like a ball. Like, yeah, if you've seen the movie, <laughs> tell me it's cat, bro. Her hair looks like a ball sack. <laughs> oh, I'm deceased, bro. <laughs> okay, just like the concept speaking on the concept as a whole of like arranged marriages like it, it, it's so like it's so insane to think about uh just because it's like i mean especially in the, in the context of this movie right uh he's like he's never even met her before right like i could not even imagine <laughs> from like just meeting a person on the day you're getting married and having to spend the rest of your life with that person 
right? I mean, her parents said that they don't even like each other anyway because clearly their marriage was arranged as well. Um, but it's like, that just sounds like torture. Having to spend the rest of your life with someone that you don't even like. You don't even know that you don't like them because you got married to them on the first day you met them. Like, that sounds like, that's just, that just sounds like, <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible. Right? And the thing is, like, I know that this is still a thing in, like, certain parts of the world where you would think arranged marriages and whatnot. And it's like, God, I just couldn't. <laughs> I honestly could, could not, uh, could not imagine. Because, like, dude, ugh, man, I, my thing is, like, I, I can function being around someone that I don't like, but for, like, doses small periods of time after a while it's like don't ever 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 come around me again (laughs) it's like it's like look at this point if we can't get a divorce for whatever uh legal or religious reasons uh you're we're living in separate houses we're gonna be two separate entities that just so happen to be married (laughs) <laughs> this ain't gonna cut it, bro. This is not gonna cut it. It just sounds like it just sounds terrible. I mean, if you, if it's if it's uh, just so happens that like you guys end up working out pretty well, then I guess that works out pretty good in the end. Uh, if you've ever seen Peaky Blinders, uh, an actual and another European show, um, in the spoilerish in the first season. Okay, no, because I won't say names. Yeah, in the first season, one character um, gets married to another character. One character from the Peaky Blinders gets married to another character from a different group uh, to merge the groups. It was an arranged marriage. He didn't even know about it. He actually didn't know about it until they pulled up at the wedding. They lied to him. And then it turns out that the person that he was getting married to was actually extremely gorgeous. (laughs) And a really good person. So, like, for them, it worked out pretty well. But I could also imagine that, like, the person that they were going to... That they were uh, marrying him to just being, like, an old hag. <laughs> and, like, just being a terrible person. And, like, how would that go? How would that come across? How would that fly? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's more so commonly the latter option. Not necessarily that they're, you know, an old hag or whatever. But, like, people... Uh, People don't mix just, just, you know, just like that. You know what I mean? Like, you got to find your person. And that's even beyond relationship, just like friendships, right? You got to find your person, the person that you work with, that you link up with. And y'all are on the same page, right? Y'all ride or die and some stuff. And, like, you get to ride or die by, like, you know, knowing each other, getting to know each other, doing stuff together, all that type of stuff. So, like, if you cut all of that stuff out, it's like... You know, the chances of you actually, you know, linking up with the right person. Now, the amount of people that are available in the world uh, or even in your area that are available to be arranged to your marriage. Right. It's like, mm, what are the odds you actually like get a good person? You know, and on top of that, it's like, <laughs> what are the odds of like not only get get a good person, but like they have a decent family. Well, obviously, your parents think that their parents are decent because they arranged the marriage. But like. I mean, in this context, right, the, in the context of this movie, um, 
her parents, dude, what are their names, man? Because they haven't even said their Victoria. I remember now because they had the same exact name. <laughs> Victoria's parents aren't even necessarily happy that she's getting married to Victor, but they have to get her married to Victor. And so it's like, now you were in an, an arranged marriage or her parents don't even like you. <laughs> like, it's just, this is a bad situation all around. Also, is this movie a musical? I didn't hear anything about that, but uh, they are definitely singing. <laughs> all right, let's keep it pushing. Okay, I just have to rave about the animation again. The character design is so good. <laughs> like each character is uniquely designed. Like just complete. Like there is no duplicate. Uh, design on any of the characters each character is specifically unique with their own slightly weird exaggerated features and it's like it's just so perfect (laughs) it's so perfect victor god my throat just got dry victor's dad like tips his top hat his freaking ginormously long top hat that i freaking love in tim burton movies and it's like a little like a little little bit of hair underneath the top hat and because the top hat is so skinny it makes sense that that little bit of hair would just be (laughs) really small underneath the top hat that's what he's covering up like that's so like it's so random and unnecessary but it's it's funny and smart and it's like it makes sense uh like that that character design makes sense like all the characters so far look sense makes sense uh the butler like his character like it, it just it makes sense and it looks good and it's their each person is an individual, and to think that, like, <clears throat> to do this, you are making several clay models of each character, and each character is different, so you can't reuse any other character models, so you're making all of these individual characters, like, that's just, like, the effort and the work that goes into stuff like that, like, you don't do that to half-ass a movie, right, like, when someone's putting that much care and attention into minor details, uh, and taking my task as, as large as making an entire movie using clay, uh, clay models, each clay model being different, you can't reuse and recycle templates, like, you, you know you're in for a good movie, because no one's gonna put in that much time, that much effort, that much attention to detail to make a crappy movie, well, they could, but I doubt it, <laughs> It's funny because like <laughs> their wedding rehearsal, so it's like it's like it's like three hours later, right? And they're still in the wedding rehearsal. It reminds me of wedding rehearsal that I went to <laughs> not too long ago in the month of August. That one was at like was it long or was it short? Hmm, I actually can't remember. I think I'm pretty sure it was like it was a pretty quick rehearsal. Like we were just in and out. Like we ran through it like uh, like I think twice or whatever. It's like I mean. Everyone generally already knew who they were walking with, who they were walking up with. Uh, we knew the order of what we were doing. And then once you do that, like, nothing else matters. Like, because <laughs> the thing is, all that actually matters is walking in, walking out, and then walking back in for the reception. That's all, that's all that actually matters to practice. Everything else is, is in the moment, right? Because, like, what the pastor is going to say that's his business, right? And you already know how it's going to go because in the end, like, because whatever he says, it's all leading to one point, which is the vows and the kiss and the end of the wedding. 
so it's like there is no need to practice that, at least in my opinion. And clearly also in Drew and Jalen's opinion, because we didn't do that. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> Although I do recall we were up pretty, I mean, yes, we were obviously up pretty late that night. Uh, that was when I did that episode, uh, chatting with the groom and groomsmen, uh, or talking, whatever. But that's because, like, we had, like, there was, like, a little, like, celebration afterwards that, like, went on to, like, <laughs> to, like oh, midnight or something like that. We were, we were out for for a bit. Uh, but, like, yeah, dude, I couldn't, no, dude, I, if the rehearsal goes on for more than an hour and a half, Count me out the wedding dog. Like, <laughs> say, count me out the wedding, bro. You don't need me. You don't need me. Because, like, I, I mean, really, like, what more is there for you to do in terms of practicing? Right? Because, like, even as the groom and the bride, like, you don't even do nothing. Like, <laughs> like legit, in the wedding, you don't do anything either. Really, it's the pastor that does the most of the stuff. All you got to do is just, like, say your vows. Even if that, if you're doing your vows on stage, some people don't do their vows on stage. So even if you, you might not even have to do that. So all you really have to do is just post up and then kiss each other and then walk out. Oh yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, <laughs> it's a pretty simple, straightforward process. I don't understand why you even have to rehearse anything. Like, <laughs> oh man, this is, this is the, this is the single man's logic. The, the, the man that, has never ever even considered like getting married or his wedding day because <laughs> I guess if you want your wedding day to be absolutely perfect of course you got practice but like in my head it's like dude every wedding is literally the exact same literally the exact same you go through the exact same process every single time no wedding is different Right, how you cover the wedding, right? You, you you can you can paint the wedding pink, you can paint the wedding black, you can paint the wedding red. Shout out Game of Thrones, but in the end, still a wedding underneath. Doesn't matter what costume you put on it, what color paints you put on it, it's still the exact same wedding that everyone else has had for the last a thousand years. Okay, it's an over exaggeration for the last like fifty-ish years. I'd assume that's when. We, I mean, we've probably been doing the same wedding. Uh, uh, practices for for more than 50 years, but I'd, I'd give it 50 at least, right? So it's like, dude, probably look it up on YouTube and everyone would get the, get the gist of what we're doing <laughs> because every wedding is literally the exact same. Fun fact, your dream wedding is the exact same as everyone else's dream wedding in case you thought you were different. <laughs> the only difference in your dream wedding, anyone else's dream wedding, is the color of your, the, the, the color, uh, the color theme of the actual wedding, the venue is different, and perhaps your spouse may actually love you. Only difference. <laughs> but that is why it's your dream wedding, and not your actual wedding. God, I just got so freaking cynical. <laughs> it's jokes, bro. It's jokes. <laughs> Alright, let's keep it pushing. Typical villain, <laughs> typical villain design. Give him a butt chin. <laughs> If you're ever animating anything and you need to make a villain that's kind of posh, give him a butt chin, bro. Everyone knows that people with a butt chin are inherently evil. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's just kind of funny that that's like, it's actually kind of a trope, uh, especially in animation. 
uh, like when you're making a villain, um, even if, even if it's not a posh villain like that, uh, just give him a butt chin. Also, make them eat an apple. He's not eating an apple in this movie, but like every villain, this is every animated live action doesn't matter. The villain will always be eating an apple on their introduction. They won't finish said apple. They'll just throw it somewhere. And it's like, dude, that's a waste of a whole ass apple. Were you even, even eating that? Were you even, even? Were you even eating that apple? I don't you know. Why would you waste that apple? Well, I guess because you're a villain. See, that's the most villainous thing you can do. Take two bites out of an apple and toss it. That's, that's nutrients, bro. <laughs> Somebody could use that apple to make an apple pie. But nah, now you take two bites out of it and toss it. Yeah, it's a waste, bro. Typical villain stuff, bro. Wasting apples, has a butt chin, and, and that's about it. That's legitimately the definition of evil. So if you are a regular human being, right, not even an actor, just a regular human being, you have a butt chin and you waste apples, guess what? You're a movie villain, which is not that bad because everyone wants to be the main character, right? Everyone's like, oh, I'm the main character of life. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm the main character. But nobody wants to be the villain. Every main character needs a good villain. Every protagonist needs an antagonist. So instead of trying so hard, to be the main character in life, perhaps just just be the villain. <laughs> oh man, don't do that. Don't be a villain. Ah, well, actually, be a decent villain. Be Megamind. He was a good villain. Don't don't do no Joker stuff. But yeah, well, see if you really think about it, right? The villain is usually just as bad as the hero. But it's the context that makes them a villain. I see. I'm about to get into philosophy. <laughs> about to get into some philosophy here, but allow me to elaborate this. Um, if easy example of superhero movies, right? Superheroes do the exact same thing that the villains that they're fighting do a lot of the time, but it's the context. That makes the heroes, what they do, heroic, and with the villains that they do, villainous, right? If you look at the... Okay, here we go, yeah. If you look at the first Avengers movie, in the Battle of New York... Um, yes, you can go ahead and turn off my alarm, thank you. Um, the city of New York... <clears throat> Jesus, the city of New York gets destroyed, right? It, it gets absolutely obliterated. And you could say, okay, well, that's because the Avengers were fighting Loki and the, they weren't frost giants, all those freaking machine aliens that Thanos gave them, right? But New York still got destroyed, <laughs> did it not? And it's your doing, was it not? Y'all were definitely throwing these big machines and smashing these, these alien robots into buildings, into cars destroying buildings, but because you were stopping the bad guy, it's A-O-K. That's, really, that's why I really liked Age of Ultron, because it asked the question, are these heroes actually heroes, or are they only heroes because we deem them so, right? Because in Age of Ultron, they blew up a freaking building, <laughs> killed, that was not Age of Ultron, Nope, that was Age of Ultron. Yep, they blew up a freaking building, killed many people, 
and they are supposed to be the heroes, right? And so Ultron was going to wipe them out by essentially recreating uh, the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs by lifting up Sokovia and dropping it back into place. <laughs> and if you think about it, you ask yourself, okay, was Ultron actually in the wrong? Right? Because humans have destroyed the Earth, right? These so-called heroes have, a lot of times, done more harm than good, but we don't get shown the harm, so we just assume that they're good. So what he was doing was a reset button, like, get rid of all of this this toxicity that is the human race, and start over, right? Now, it's like, in, in... in the context of being a human, you would say it's bad. Because why would you want to end all humans? That's because you are a human. You don't want the human race to end. But as an artificial intelligence AI that's, that's meant to protect the Earth, humans are the problem. <laughs> so it's like, was Ultron really in the wrong there? You would say, oh, he's in the wrong because he wants to wipe out humans. Well, no. He's doing what he was meant to do. Right? We are the problem. So therefore... Are the heroes actually heroes, and is the villain actually the villain? It's all about context. So to harken back to the joke that I made that spawned this, (laughs) if you want to be the villain, you can honestly keep living your life the exact same way that you're living it, but from someone else's point of view, from someone else's context, that can still make you the villain. So yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Okay. That was wine that he poured to douse the flame. Wine has alcohol in it. Would that not make it worse? Like, scientifically speaking, if (laughs) if her dress is on fire and you poured wine on it, I feel like it would almost explode. (laughs) Because wine is very, very flammable. Uh, So, not sure about that one, Chief. That's why he's a villain, right? (laughs) That's what makes him the villain. He was totally okay with blowing her to bits. <laughs> Just to flex, bro. Oh, my goodness. Hey, yo, Corpse probably kind of a baddie, though. I don't know what he's talking about, man. <laughs> yo, Victor. She a baddie, bro. Take it. He's sleeping, man. He's sleeping. It's because he's spooked. He can't, he can't analyze the looks. <laughs> you know what's kind of funny? Uh, it sounds bad, but like her face, uh, the corpse bride, we'll call her that for now, so I don't know her name. Uh, it low key looks like Angelina Jolie, <laughs> like, like heavy, bro. It actually, it actually looks just like her, yeah, no, nah, it does. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Hey, yo, this song goes hard, bro. Hey, don't sleep. This song goes hard. <laughs> oh man. So, is, so is this like? Is it because like it's a like a? This is a Disney movie, but like a kids movie, they have to have like music in it like every single time. Wait, just pause. Y'all probably can't even freaking hear me. <laughs> like, is it because like it's a kids movie, like, they have to have singing in it? And all that stuff, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying it's actually a bad thing. Like I said, this song is a bop, bro. <laughs> song is a straight bop. But, like, 
why is that the case? Did Cage just, is it because like does that sell the movie better if it's got a banger? I mean, I know like I think Frozen. I think Frozen was gonna do well anyways without Let It Go, just because of the movie. But at the same time, I think Let It Go made Frozen so much bigger. You know, so that is that like the uh, the idea is just like get the bangers going <laughs> for the kids movie because that will help you sell the movie. But once again, it came out in 2005, so it's like you know perhaps that wasn't the exact same concept back then. Uh, also, not a Disney movie, so like you know I don't know. But hey, these songs so far. Yeah, I've been pretty decent. I only heard two actually. So I'm only the second song, but like the first song about the wedding day being perfect, that has some vibe to it. But this one right here, bro, hey, this one, it's a bob, bro. It's a banger. It's my playlist, dog. <laughs> and they even got the breakdown going. Yo, this is hot, bro. Okay, they got the breakdown. Respect. That, that was that, that was such a good a good pun. That was such a good pun. The freaking black widow spider comes down and says, Married, are you? Well, I'm a widow. <laughs> I'm such an old man. <laughs> Bro, that should not be that funny. But that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh, he said, I'm a widow. Oh my god, I'm, I swear, my sense of humor is so bad. <laughs> so, I think we'll wrap this one up right here. We got 40 minutes deep. Closing remarks. Uh, for one, <laughs> I mean, I've already raved about the animation, the character design, the music being straight, bangers, <laughs> uh, all that stuff. The movie, I mean, it's a classic for a reason, no? It's a classic for a reason. It's good. The story seems really good. Uh, all the other things that I said were good. Uh, one thing, though, like I feel really bad for Emily, the, the corpse bride, because it's like Victor's now in a weird situation because he's supposed to marry Victoria, but now, like, with Emily, because, like, what are you going to tell? What are you going to say to Emily? Like, hey, dude. I know we're married, but we're not married. And I'm actually supposed to marry this other... Like, bro, that's, that's, that's grimy, bro. <laughs> that's grimy. So you gotta drop your wife, your dead wife, to... What? <laughs> but yeah, I feel bad for Victoria, man. Not, yeah, not Victoria. Emily. Like, it's just, it's an unfortunate situation. And she seems like a really good person. So adorably nice, so oblivious. And it's like a uh, feels feels bad, man. Feels bad. I want to see that movie ends though. I want to know how all that plays out. I'm, I'm this this is one that's it's definitely got me dragged in to watch the rest of it. I say that about a lot of movies, but that's why I do pick these. I pick movies usually, generally, that I think are actually going to be interesting or actually half decent. And so then if they are, of course, I'm going to want to finish. I'm going to want to watch the rest of it. Uh, and then this this is one of them, for sure. This is definitely one of them. Um, I'm probably going to watch the rest of it right now. But I have to get this episode up also, like, right now. I have, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, all in all, I mean, 
I, like I said before, I think everyone's already seen this movie. Just about everybody's already seen this movie. If you haven't, though, for my first impressions, I recommend. I think it's a good watch. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out, how it all ends, to determine if it was really, really a good watch. But the introduction, the first third of the movie, uh, is, is, has been good. has been really good. As it's leading into the climax, it's been pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I would say I recommend it, but if you like this episode, enjoy the podcast, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a rating, all that good jazz to let me know that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things and you want to be a good friend. So give your friend a good, oh, I did this one. <laughs> so give your friend a good thing. If you want to follow social media, it is at Gallo Hat on the IGs and as always, 8 a.m. Eastern, same time, same place, every single day. Hopefully, have a good one coming for you tomorrow. Hopefully, once again, keyword, hopefully. Uh, don't forget, drink plenty of water. Stay hella hydrated. Even though it's cold outside, water is still very, very necessary. Uh, and yeah, I'll see you tomorrow.